Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Today we will continue our discussions and meditations upon the Divine Liturgy. And as I mentioned last week, when we come to the small entrance, we shift gears. We go to a completely different time and space than what might be expected of life. And I mentioned a vision by Isaiah of the Kingdom of Heaven. And we have come to a point where it's very important for us to look at it in detail because this vision of the kingdom of heaven will find itself referenced and imagined over and over and over again throughout the rest of the liturgy. So let me take some time and read to you from the sixth chapter of Isaiah. This is Isaiah speaking. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. The house was full of his glory. Around him stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of Sabaoth. The whole earth is full of his glory. The lintel was lifted up by the voice of those who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, because I am pierced to the heart. For being a man and having unclean lips, I dwell in the midst of a people with unclean lips. For I saw the King, the Lord of hosts, with my eyes. At this point in the liturgy, we then read, or the priest does, a prayer. A prayer in preparation for singing the Trisagion hymn. And this prayer goes like this. O holy God, who is resting among the holy ones, praised by the seraphim with a thrice holy voice, glorified by the cherubim and worshipped by every celestial power, you have brought all things into being out of nothing, and you have created man according to your image and likeness and adorned him with all the gifts of your grace. You give wisdom and understanding to the one who asks, and you overlook not the sinner, but have set repentance as the way of salvation. You have granted us, your humble and unworthy servants, to stand even at this hour before the glory of your holy altar of sacrifice and to offer you due worship and praise. Master, accept the trisag on him also from the lips of us sinners, and visit us in your goodness. Forgive all our voluntary and involuntary transgressions, sanctify our souls and bodies, and grant that we may worship you in holiness all the days of our lives, through the intercessions of the Theotokos and of all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. Notice the similarities. Notice that Isaiah stands before the throne of God, that the veil is pulled back so that he may see for himself the king, the Lord, sitting upon the throne. Note that the cherubim and the seraphim are there worshiping God by saying, holy, holy, holy. 
That's what trisalion means, three holies. Isaiah goes on to say that he is unworthy, that he is a sinner. We say that we are sinners. And a seraphim takes some tongs and takes a coal from the holy altar of God and comes out and touches it to the lips of Isaiah. And the seraphim tells him that this has cleansed him of his transgressions. In today's epistle, Paul refers to all of the theophanies of God, of all of the messages and promises by God. He says that God has told us, at the acceptable time I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. And Paul says something rather amazing. He says, behold, now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Now, here, those things promised by that vision of Isaiah have been fulfilled for us today. The things that Isaiah saw in shadow, in prefigurement, we have experienced. We have entered into that same space that Isaiah saw. We have experienced that coal taken from the altar of God in the Holy of Holies, placed upon a spoon, has touched our lips. Christ himself in his body and his blood. God asks in Isaiah's vision, whom shall I send and who will go to this people? a people who had sinned, a people who God had withheld the prophecies and the prophets of God while Uzziah punished for his sins with leprosy, having to live in exile and shame. Whom shall I send to this people who shall hear indeed but not understand and who shall see indeed but not perceive? For the people had forgotten about God the people had turned their back on God. In much the same way, we see a secularized world rejecting the church, rejecting Christianity, rejecting the very freedoms that God had granted this great nation. And Isaiah said, I shall speak. I shall go. And this is why his lips were touched. This is why he was forgiven his sins, so that he was sanctified and prepared to receive the Holy Spirit who would speak through him to the people. You and I were sanctified through holy baptism. We received the Holy Spirit, not as a temporary thing like Isaiah. The Holy Spirit came to him when it was needed for him to speak in the name of the Lord. You and I have been sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit himself. Everywhere we go, everywhere we walk, the Holy Spirit is with us. And as such, we can gather as the church, enter into the kingdom of heaven because where God is, there is the kingdom of God. And we are able to receive the very body and blood of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. We are granted His power, His strength, His mercy, His love, so that we, like Isaiah, can speak. We can proclaim all that God has done for His creation. We can proclaim His love that despite all of the things that the world has done to turn their back on Him, despite all of the sins that we commit on a daily basis, 
despite the fact that he knew of every single one of them as the omnipotent God. Out of love, he still came. He still suffered. He still died so that he might share this, this acceptable time now with us. So that despite our sins, despite the fact that we have turned our back on him, we might share in his eternal life. We might be granted his forgiveness, his love, that it is never too late to turn around and to behold the glory of God and to enter into his kingdom. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto the ages of ages. Amen.